Hi everyone, Radical Dreamer here, and welcome to the Postal Code Unknown podcast for Sunday, July 2nd of 2017. Uh, Based on some feedback that I've gotten, I'm going to do my best to try and look at the actual camera itself rather than uh, what I'm recording on at the moment. So uh, let me know if this is working or helping. And uh, yeah, Uh, so today I've got a small item, and it's not actually what you're seeing at first got a little orange box. It's a soap dish that you can get at like a Walgreens or a CVS or a pharmacy for uh, traveling with. But what's inside is what counts. So I have a um, tie. Ties are generally not my thing. I've actually kind of found that this is sort of a a pretty good place to sort of make sure that you can protect uh, an accessory like this. And generally, I, I only use these on special occasions. And um, uh, I got this particular tie mostly because, uh, it sort of has a cool memory to it. So, um, if you look closely, there's sort of a floral pattern, uh, printed into the tie itself. The tie is a dark charcoal, uh, with a darker color, uh, sort of going through. And what this pattern is, is the pattern that lines the outside of Shakespeare's first folio. Uh, so I got this, uh, tie from one of the locations in uh, Stratford-upon-Avon, which is the area of Shakespeare's birthplace trust uh, in England. Um, And it's a place that I've been to now twice. Uh, Once I went with sort of a tour, and once I went back and actually spent a couple of days visiting all the different locations and I uh, really enjoyed it. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful town. Uh, I saw a Shakespeare show there, which was great, um, which, uh, which was really kind of cool, too, just because it was one of the plays that Shakespeare had done where he wrote with another author, uh, and I had only been familiar with Shakespeare's primary works uh, in the Shakespeare classes that I took in high school and in college. Um, and again, you know, Shakespeare, I, I totally understand, can be a really difficult thing to get into, but um, over time, it's some, some, uh, the, his, his work has, has really been influential for me, and mostly because I think it was difficult. And a lot of times, sort of, like, you'll look at the language of, of, of Shakespeare's work, and especially as, if, if you're someone that's struggling with English in general, it can be something that can be very off-putting. It's hard to get on the same page with. It's hard to read. And that is mostly the problem. Shakespeare's spoken. Shakespeare is, 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 is live. It's, it's something that sort of moves around. And I think that's the beauty of his writing and the fact that it is, it is so incredible the way that it is thought out and the way that it's sort of is living almost 400 years after after his plays were written. So, um, you know, like I, I again, like I doubt that anybody's going to recognize the fact that I've got a Shakespeare folio tie, uh, but it's a cool uh, conversation point and starting point, and it's something that if someone asked or come came up and asked me, hey, I like the tie or whatever, um, and and if not, like it's just something for me to know. Okay, well here I'm I'm representing something that's important to me. Um, that's not like a brand name or something like that. Um, as, as, uh, you know, like I go to professional events and otherwise. So, um, I really like this tie. Again, sort of like jumping back to Stratford-upon-Avon, if you're looking for places to visit in the UK, 
Um, it's it's really uh, it's charming in in a really special kind of way. It's small. Uh, actually, the last time that I went, I went when they were doing sort of like a a county carnival fair kind of thing, which was really unexpected and neat. Uh, but it's nice to see that even in uh, these historical places, people still get to live. Um, and that, that was, that was, that was really refreshing. Um, there's, uh, I think like five different, um, sort of locations that are part of Shakespeare's birthplace trust in Stratford-upon-Avon that you can go visit. Um, there's Shakespeare's birthplace home, which sort of has a good, uh, exhibit and sort of like, uh, stylistically sort of shows the way that people live. Uh, during different parts of the day, they have a little Shakespeare in the Round Theater outside that you can go visit, and people will be performing Shakespeare. Um, my personal favorite of the five was uh, Anne Hathaway's Cottage, just because it's got this beautiful pastoral uh, sense to it. Um, this really old family home that had been renovated over generations, and a beautiful garden and sculpture garden in the background that I just found really calming. And this really cool little forest that you can walk around that has these little sculptures in the back. Um, it was sort of when, when, when I first visited the UK, um, was a bit of a revelation. Something that sort of like you have this idea in your head of these green rolling hills uh, that signify this idea of what England is supposed to be and it was really sort of uh, a fulfillment of those ideas in my mind of seeing these these airs, uh, these um, these things there so that was really quite cool um, there is Mary Arden's farmhouse which I also visited which is really kind of cool because it has a uh, sort of living and working uh, representation of what it would have been like to be on the farm at that time so that's a window into the past that was really neat as well. Um, and they have a new sort of uh, uh, sort of exhibit on uh, Shakespeare's sort of work as well, uh, which is where I picked up this tie. So definitely recommend it, especially if you're a literary buff, you're a fan of Shakespeare, you're a fan of theater, you're a fan of old English towns, you're, you're curious and you're wanting to see something different and special, even though it is a very well-traveled uh, Tourist location, um, I, I strongly recommend uh, visiting Strasbourg von Avon. Um, hope this helps. Hope you enjoyed today's story and recommendation. Um, if you have any questions, again, uh, I'm looking at different ways to sort of like make sure that I'm telling the stories that you want to be hearing. Uh, I've traveled to over 20 different countries throughout Europe, Southeast Asia, and uh, Australia now. Um, so if there's a place that you want to hear me say more about, uh, let me know in the comments. I'd be happy to oblige. And if you've got questions, I'd be happy to answer them as well. I uh, hope you enjoyed today today's episode and have a wonderful day. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed today's video. If you'd like to see more of what I've been doing outside of these videos, you can see more at theradicaldreamer.com where I've got articles and photographs uh, with travel advice and stories uh, that aren't just in a video format. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at One Radical Dreamer or on Instagram at A Radical Dreamer if that's uh, something that you're more interested in. Uh, if you're interested in supporting me, I do have a Patreon page up as well, uh, which you can find at patreon.com slash theradicaldreamer. Uh, and that's a way for as little as $1 a month, you can help support me uh, get uh, better equipment and do more videos of this type and 
make a whole bunch more cool stuff to share with you in the future. Uh, and last but not least, uh, if you like what you've been seeing on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and uh, send a couple comments. I'd be happy to answer more questions in future episodes of the podcast. Uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Take care.